Bill O'Reilly here, Wednesday, October 28th, 2020. You are listening to the O'Reilly Update. Here's what's happening today in America. Election Day, as you know, coming up fast. Thousands of protesters hit the streets in Philadelphia and New York City. Illinois bringing back the shutdown to stop COVID. Mayor de Blasio tells New Yorkers to cancel Thanksgiving travel. The pandemic changes America's religious habits. Also ahead, the state's President Trump must win. But first, Election Day now six days away. Nearly 70 million people have already voted. President Trump campaigning yesterday in Michigan, Wisconsin, and Nebraska. Joe Biden and Barack Obama in Georgia and Florida, respectively. Nothing for Mr. Biden on his schedule today, which is very unusual. Authorities arresting hundreds in Philadelphia and New York as protesters once again hit the streets. The demonstrators also looted stores and rioted after police shot and killed a 27-year-old man who came at them in Philadelphia with a knife. Videotape shows that. Officials now erecting metal barricades and other protective equipment around stores and police precincts. This again shows that violent protesters largely go unpunished in liberal-run cities, so they will continue to cause destruction. Illinois Governor Pritzker imposing harsher restrictions across that state as new cases of COVID hit record numbers there. Bars and restaurants once again prohibited from serving diners indoors. Chicago Mayor Lightfoot requiring all non-essential businesses to shutter between 10 p.m. and 6 a.m. for the next two weeks. New York Mayor de Blasio telling his city's 8 million residents to stay home this Thanksgiving, saying, quote, I have to urge all New Yorkers do not travel. For those who do travel, recognize how important it is to get tested and recognize there's very strict quarantine in New York State. So if you travel on Thanksgiving, you have to quarantine when you come back. The global pandemic impacting religious practices. 60% of U.S. adults say they have prayed for an end to the COVID horror. That includes 49% of those who rarely worship. Most prayers were held in private because seven in 10 of us are not going to church to avoid the virus. In a moment, the states Donald Trump needs to win in order to be reelected next week. Right back with it. Everything is expensive these days, you know that. The government is printing trillions of dollars in consumer prices higher than ever. If the government continues its printing and spending, the dollar could continue its freefall and lose its coveted role as the world reserve currency. Let's hope that doesn't happen. But there are a few things you can do right now. American Hartford Gold can show you how to protect your money, your retirement, your hard-earned savings against inflation by helping you diversify a portion of your portfolio into physical gold and silver. Start with a short phone call, and they can have physical gold and silver delivered right to your door or put inside your 401k or IRA. So please call or text them right now. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Call 877-444-GOLD, 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Again, that's 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD 
to 65532. Time now for the O'Reilly Update message of the day. We are trying to give you a good look at what might happen next Tuesday in the presidential vote. We believe we are covering this race in an extremely methodical, factual, and fair way. Also, you can watch me on television every night, BillOReilly.com and The First TV. And there I put forth visuals that may help you next Tuesday. As you know, 270 electoral votes are needed to win the presidency. Last time around, Donald Trump got 306. Mr. Trump knows that states like California and New York will never vote for him. So he must challenge Joe Biden in the 12 so-called swing states. The most important state for Donald Trump this time around is Pennsylvania, 20 electoral votes. Mr. Trump has to have that, along with Florida, 29 electoral votes. Now, I believe Florida will vote for the president based on polling and my reporting down there. Also, Texas, with 38 electoral votes, will likely go to Donald Trump. But Michigan is very dicey for the president. That's 16 electoral votes. He won it last time around. Same thing with Wisconsin. Very tight, and he's running behind. The president is. So he may lose those two states. If that happens, he's going to need to sweep North Carolina, Ohio, Georgia, Arizona, and Iowa. He's got to take them all. Now, it's very possible he may. Donald Trump is campaigning very vigorously, while we just reported that Joe Biden is not. The Democrats believe they do have the election won. They base this on the polling that favors them. But as we all know, four years ago, the polling favored Hillary Clinton to pretty much the same degree, and she lost. But now COVID is in the air, pardon the pun, and that is changing the way some people see politics. The strategy down to the wire will be this. The Democrats and Mr. Biden will blame COVID on Donald Trump. The Republicans and the president will say, if you allow Joe Biden to become president, he will shut down the economy and we'll all suffer a lot more than we are now. Those are the two narratives that you will hear right up to Election Day. Now, it's simply up to you the American voter, about what you think is best going forward. But I can tell you there will be a vaccine in the months to come that will mitigate COVID. That will happen. So we have to look beyond that. President Trump will pretty much keep everything the same in the sense that he believes he knows how to run the economy, he knows how to bring it back, and he was successful. If you want to be honest about it, he was. Joe Biden's vision is a quasi-socialistic, giant central government play where the feds would pretty much run everything and taxes would go up for everybody and all corporations. Some say, and I am in that camp, that will strangle the economy and lead to a hellacious recession. So there it is. 270 electoral votes needed to win. I'm Bill O'Reilly, and I approve that message by writing it. Disagree? I want to hear from you. Bill at BillOReilly.com. And please consider my new book, Killing Crazy Horse. In a moment, something you might not know. 
I'm Mike Slater from the podcast Politics by Faith. This is a crazy time in our country. It's stressful, a lot of anxiety, and it's going to get worse. And I realized that one of the things that helps me take away the stress is realizing that there's nothing new under the sun. So on this podcast, we take the news of the day and we run it through the Bible and other periods in history to realize that we've been through this before and we can rise above again. Politics by Faith, anywhere you listen to the podcast. Politics by Faith. Now the O'Reilly Update brings you something you might not know. On this date in 1919, Congress passed the Volstead Act, allowing the government to enforce the 18th Amendment to the Constitution, which was ratified nine months earlier. It is known as the Prohibition Amendment, and it banned the manufacture, sale, or transportation of intoxicating liquors throughout the USA. For the first time in our history, it was illegal for every American, regardless of age, to consume a cocktail or a beer or some wine. The movement to ban booze began in the early years of the 19th century when folks concerned about the adverse effects of alcohol began forming societies to promote temperance. The Anti-Saloon League, founded in Ohio in 1893, and organized as a national society in 1895, helped pave the way for passage of the 18th Amendment. The anti-alcohol groups were closely related to a growing religious revival across the country. Preachers believed that spirits were sent by Satan to promote sinful thoughts and deeds, especially among young Americans. Once implemented, the anti-booze experiment was a massive failure. The consumption of alcohol remained unchanged. Prohibition forced the alcohol industry underground, creating a criminal underworld, including characters like Al Capone. Thousands got sick or died from bathtub gin and other concoctions made in people's basements. Canadian gangsters even sold rubbing alcohol mixed with food dye and maple syrup to speakeasies, those were secret bars, in Boston and New York. Finally, in 1933, Congress passed the 21st Amendment, repealing prohibition in every state, as most folks needed a drink during the Great Depression. And here's something else you might not know. Americans now consume more alcohol than ever before during the pandemic. According to a recent Gallup poll, 65% of Americans now consider themselves regular drinkers. Most popular beverages, tequila, followed by wine and beer. Back after this. Hey, this is Vivek Ramaswamy. The media has systematically lied to you. The Hunter Biden laptop story, the origin of COVID-19, the Trump-Russia collusion hoax, or how your money's being spent in Ukraine, enough already with the lies. No more lies, hard truths only. That's what the Truth Podcast is all about. It's not standard conservative talking points. If you want that, go somewhere else. But if you want the hard truth delivered to you in a way that challenges you and will challenge me intellectually, you're not going to find anything like this on the internet. Subscribe to the Truth Podcast today on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you for listening to the O'Reilly Update. I am Bill O'Reilly. No spin, just facts, and always looking out for you.